Yo, so happy New Year's and all that jazz. Happy New Decade. Uh, I got a request from one of my last episodes um, about if you had issues with losing weight um, and why you can't. Gave a lot of perspective or some perspective. There's much more to give, but you know. But uh, I got a request about hard gainers. Pause, whatever. I don't do that shit, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> hard gainers, like people who have problems with gaining weight. And this tends to come from men who, when they gain lean muscle, um, they don't necessarily want to get fat, but they want to gain muscle mass and they want to be more dense, more solid, um, gain weight. And they don't know what to do. You know, they find themselves eating everything or they what they call everything. They eat what they call so much and they never really gain weight and they don't understand why. So I felt there was something to address because anyone who knows me, who knew me over a course of years knows that I pretty much stayed the same weight for years. And um, how I thought that I was eating any and everything, <laughs> you know, I thought that I'd be big and all of this. Um, then I went to University of Tampa and I got heavier than pretty much I've ever had been in my life. I got up to 175 and um, when I look back at that time and I look at it from the scope of knowing how to gain weight today, I understand how I gained that weight and that I understand why it wasn't, you know, the healthiest way to do it um, and why it wasn't necessarily the weight that I really would have wanted. But I was able to gain weight. Um, and this is me just coming to you, just sharing what I, some, some of what I know about gaining weight for hard gainers. Um, just like the losing weight video, it's, it's the exact opposite of the losing weight video in, the, in that um, you have to intake more calories than you're burning each day. Um, you have to be at what they call a calorie surplus and most people think that they eat a lot of food, but they don't. <laughs> um, they really don't. And the problem is, even if you do, does it offset what you burn in the day? Right. Um, and for most people, it doesn't. They do a lot of walking. They do. They may go work out. They may do this and that. And they feel like, okay, I had enough to, you know, quote unquote, stuff myself. Whatever, whatever. Right. But are those calories in? You know, do you assimilate those calories? Do you? Or are you just eating it and shitting it out, essentially, right? And that's and that's the problem with most people. They may eat a whole pizza or something wild or whatever, you know, 
And then they wonder why they're not gaining weight. And I'm just like, okay, so what else did you eat in that day? A pizza tops, you know, 1,000 calories, maybe 1,200 calories, maybe. But what else did you eat that day? Well, the rest of your meal is high calorie. Did you burn more calories than you ate that day? And for most people, they, they, they don't eat as many calories or assimilate as many calories and minerals as they think they do. That's first. Second is how do you train yourself? Um, how do you train yourself? If you if you want lean muscle, you gotta train. You gotta lift weights. You gotta move your muscle. Not even necessarily lift weights. You gotta have a level of resistance against your muscles and certain angles to grow yourself to grow those muscles, to have that muscle tissue be um, dense. You have to have a level of resistance, and that doesn't necessarily mean gain weight. You can use resistance bands. You can use your own body weight. You would do a number of things um, to have that resistance against your muscles moving at angles. Um, how often do you do it? What's the intensity that you go at when you do it? I'm just pardon that that uh, background noise. But uh, how often do you do it? Is it consistent? Do you replenish your muscles with carbohydrates, fats, and proteins? Is your body nourished in the sense of vitamins and minerals? There's so many different uh, variables to gaining weight that people don't, you know, they don't take into account. And what I come to find, what I see more more times than not is these people that eat unhealthy things. So even if they were to gain weight, they would be gaining unhealthy weight. They would be gaining fat more than muscle. They don't work out enough. They don't work out at high enough intensity. They don't have time of detention in control. They don't have progressive over. Like there's certain things that you have to do. And I guess that's the point of the question. So uh, how to gain weight? First of all, you gotta eat more food. Um, you just gotta eat more per meal. Uh, I'm currently on a weight gain mission. Um, I hovered around 155 for most of my, you know, adult life post 21, except for when I got to Tampa. When I was in Tampa, I got to 175. And then when I came back and I got, you know, on my conscious eating thing, you know, I hovered around 155. Um, in August, in August of 2019, I did a parasite cleanse where I didn't I, I didn't really eat for the first three days of the cleanse, and then for the last, you know, for the next 11 days of the cleanse, I didn't eat very much. Um, the goal was to starve out any parasites or starve my body in a way 
so they can eat off those uh, unhealthy cells called autophage. And I got down to 130, 133-ish. And I've been on a weight gain mission since then. I do not know how much I weigh right now. I do not have a scale. Um, but I've, I, I look at my before and after pictures. I take progression pictures. And I know I've gained my weight back. <laughs> I know i gained my weight back plus some. Um, I also walk relatively three miles a day, sometimes more. Um, I exercise frequently or consistently, I guess is the better word. And I eat a lot of food. Um, on average, I eat about four meals a day and I, there's a lot that I don't eat. Well, not even necessarily a lot, but when I say a lot, I mean in terms of what the average person eats. There's a lot that the average person eats that I don't eat on my day-to-day. And when I do eat them, it usually throws me off because of what it is. So let's talk about that. Um, one thing that I don't eat is bread. Too often I don't eat bread, wraps, any wheat product. Um, wheat, when digested, becomes acidic. And the wheat gluten as a, a gluten protein is harmful to the system. It's harmful to the mucosal system. It's harmful to the gut health. Um, gluten is exactly what it sounds like. It is glue. It is, it, it, it holds things together. <laughs> um, and you don't, you on a weight gain mission, you would rather not use gluten because it fills you up way faster and for way longer. And you don't get as many calories throughout your day. You may get that one high calorie meal, but you're not hungry two hours, three hours later. You understand? And even if you are, you're not nearly as hungry enough to eat another high calorie meal. Um, so yeah, I don't eat bread. Um, I don't eat white rice. If if you, I study bodybuilders and you know for my uh, for my profession, I I study bodybuilders. I study MMA fighters. Um, people at the top of their craft, you know, NFL, NBA. I study these guys um, meticulously, and. What you find is the higher level you get to, the higher level bodybuilders, the one who goes to the Arnold Classics, the ones who do the Mr. Olympia, right? They don't eat bread. <laughs> they eat a lot of white rice and they eat a lot of chicken bread <laughs> and a lot of uh, fish, right? And you can gain weight like that as high, uh, high protein, low fat and their carb count usually comes from white rice. And if you do that, if you eat six meals of white rice and a protein a day, you're gonna gain weight. There's no way around it. <laughs> There's no way around it. A cup, a cup and a half, two cups of rice and protein, you're gonna gain weight. Um, 
but that's not healthy. They tend to take um, vitamins, which I don't recommend for different reasons. They tend to take uh, protein powders, which I'm not a super big fan of the uh, commercial protein powders. I'm not a fan of them. Not a proponent of them. None of my clients take them. <laughs> and they have no issues gaining weight. Um, but I, I, I personally don't eat white rice. Um, I think that the brand is much more important than even modern science understands. Um, so whether that be brown rice or wild rice, or what they call black rice or forbidden rice that's all black and that type of thing. Um, I went a long time not eating rice, but I've recently started eating brown rice again. And it has a fiber content that helps you move things along. Um, I think that the method of healthy uh, growth of sustainable weight comes from eating carbohydrates, um, especially, especially for black people. Um, if you break down the word carbohydrates, you get carbon hydrate. If we know that our body is 80% water, we know water is that, uh, you know, one of the chemical components that create life on this planet or a level of life on this planet. Um, we know that that's just H2O, hydrogen and oxygen, which oxygen is just a collection of You want to eat carbohydrates in different forms and you want those carbohydrates to be minerally dense. Um, you want the iron, you want the magnesium, you want the calcium, you want the magnesium and the tin and the copper and all of these minerals that, you know, when I study these bodybuilders and these, you know, all these people, no one talks about it. Like some of the older ones, the ones that, you know, don't compete anymore, then they realize that they diet was trash, that it was just helping them get be mass monsters. You know, they figure it out later on down the line. But I would like to tell you this while you're, you know, in your 20s and your 30s, right? Most of my lessons are in that age range, 20, 30. Some may be pushing their 40s. But this is for anybody. Um, even Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger was, is probably one of the most decorated, if not the most decorated bodybuilder of all time. He's vegan now. So that should tell you something in terms of the individual. He learned that his bodybuilding diet while it was helping him gain mass was definitely not the healthiest thing he could have been eating. And that he could have done it otherwise, but he didn't know anybody. They came up in the you know, 70s, 80s, where they didn't have the nutritional awareness that they have now. And even some of the, the doctors now don't even have awareness of it. I probably haven't, I didn't go to school for this. I was in school for computer, man, computer information systems, management information system, psychology and philosophy. I didn't go to school for biology. I didn't go to school as in a nutrition track, but I can guarantee you I have more hours of training in nutrition than most of your doctors and nurses. And this is just fact. They, when they go to their medical school, 
they may get 25 hours of nutrition training, maybe. 25 hours is a day. I spent years <laughs> learning about nutrition. So, almost solely, like by itself, not, not not even adding on the other things that I, like, yeah, no. <laughs> I spent hours upon hours upon hours learning about how nutrition affects the body. And I'm here to tell you, like, anybody could gain weight eating chicken breast and rice six times a day. No question. You're going to gain weight. However, how is that, what is that going to do to the rest of your body? What is that going to do to your liver? What is that going to do to your kidneys? What is that going to do to your arteries, veins? What is that going to do to your heart? How is that going to affect your other systems in your body? And anyone who is up to date with the modern perspective of things understands that meat protein is linked to pretty much every disease that we know of. Meat protein, refined carbs, refined sugars, white salt, lack of drink of water. These are some some of most of the components to disease that we know of today. And while you can gain weight on these things, it isn't healthy weight. Okay. Um but let's move away from the problem. <laughs> let's move away from the problem. There's a lot more to say about it, and I'll probably do another episode or take personal questions about it, but let's let's move towards the some of the solution to to uh the situation now. Again, shameless plug. I am a nutrition counselor. I, I do that as my relatively day job. One of anyway. Um, I do nutrition counseling where I teach you based off of your background, where you're coming from, what your nutritional deficiencies are. We work from that and we talk about specific things that you could take in that will either supplement your diet or replace certain things in your diet to help you either gain weight, lose weight, gain muscle, you know, whatever your goals are. But uh, let's get into some general um, ideas and concepts to keep. Uh, Okay, so... There's 3,500 calories in a pound of fat. So that's how much you would have to burn to burn that, you know, one pound of fat. Now that is a that's not a that's that's not a, a net number. That is, you know, after you. That's what you burn plus what you took in. So most people don't burn 3,500 calories in the day. Right, that's why it's hard for people to lose weight. And most people don't eat 3,500 calories in a day, let alone eat that, um, eat that plus, uh, don't eat that plus what they burn. 
Okay. Um, it takes about 27, 2800, they say, you know, to build a pound of muscle, right? To build that. Now, I'm assuming that they mean that in the sense of, you know, what it at what on average you burn by working out, um, you know, minus, or oh, I guess I should say plus what you ate that day. I'm not 100% sure when they say that, but I do know that to be the case, um, or the, the, the accepted case, I guess you can call it. I don't think of gaining muscle in terms of calories. I think of gaining muscle in terms of muscle fibers. Um, there's a term called hypertrophy, which essentially means uh, that you're increasing the size of your muscle fiber. Um, there's another term that I more focus on that isn't um, increasing the size of them. And I can never recall it when I'm talking about it, but it's called hyperplasia, where you increase the number of muscle fibers. And that's what my training is more focused on. We increase the number of muscle fibers to where when you do go to pump up via hypertrophy, then you have more muscle fibers to pump up. That's how I train. That's how I would prefer to train. That to me makes much more sense than to just, you know, pump the muscle fibers that you have for the blood and that type of thing. Not to say that that doesn't have a place, it definitely does, and you do gain weight from that by holding water, salt, minerals, protein, etc., tearing in random spots and then having to rebuild bigger and that type of thing. That is a way of doing it. I don't think it's the most efficient way, but that is the accepted way based off of what modern science knows so far. The way that they train in Eastern concepts, African concepts, Asian concepts, they focus more on the quality of muscle than the size the stamina of the muscle and the size to where you'll have a skinny guy like say a Bruce Lee that's you know barely a buck 40 but strong as fuck (laughs) and nobody can understand why the training is just very very different even though it may look the same there's certain things that you do there's certain cues that you take that makes the training vastly different and anybody who's ever trained with me, they'll tell you, like, we do some very <laughs> unorthodox training, but they feel it by the time we're done. And it's not that just the feeling of, you know, your muscle burning. It's like you physically feel stronger, like at the end of it. Most of the time when people do their regular exercises, they don't feel stronger. You feel weaker at that. And that's supposed to be the point. You've torn your muscles enough. Then when you go to rest and recover, excuse me, 
they go to they go to rest and recover. Their body rebuilds the muscle in the in the torn area, and then they're stronger the next time. But people who train with me, they they find that they feel stronger. They feel their postures better. They feel energized in a way. <laughs> like it's just it's just different. It's just very different. Um. Eat more food. Get back to it. Eat more food per meal. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you got to be eating five, six, seven meals a day. It helps to eat seven meals. Um, But you don't necessarily have to. If you're the type that, you know, your body does better. Okay, it's hard for me to even say that. So let's backtrack a little bit. The human body isn't necessarily meant to eat super big meals. However, there are some people whose history has caused that to where their stomach is extended and they can eat really big meals, digest the whole thing, and not have a problem. That is not ideal. The body isn't meant, the, your human stomach is about the size of your fists, if not two of your, you know, both of your fists next to each other. That's about the size of your stomach, right? When you eat a lot of food and it's bigger than that, you're stretching that, which is putting pressure on your other organs. It is creating pockets of where oxygen isn't getting, where blood isn't getting as easily, right? So, when I say eat more food, I don't necessarily mean stuff yourself and then some, and you know, two hours later, stuff yourself again. That is a method that some bodybuilders take. I don't agree with that method, quite honestly. And I've not, I don't have to do that personally. And I've been gaining weight um, simply. Um, eat calorically dense food, eat minerally dense foods um, and track your calories, track your fats and your proteins and your and your carbs. Track these things so you're making sure that you're getting enough each day. Track your minerals to make sure that you're not malnourished. You know, you can be eating all the protein in the world, right? But without the vitamin C, the your body won't your body won't be able to process it as well. You'll shit out most of your protein. Without the magnesium, you'll shit out most of your protein. Your 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 iron, your calcium. You're you're gonna expel these things when your body should be using them. Um Eat more food, train differently. So second will be training differently. You don't go to the gym and just go through the motion of, okay, I picked it up, put it down, I picked it up, put it down. Like, And I wasn't even really mindful of what I was doing. Go to the gym and create the mind-muscle connection and feel the muscle contracting and even talk to it, you know. 
Um, there's a lot of dysfunctional theories going around that while they work to the ultimate goal, to that one ultimate goal, it ends up compromising your health in other ways. Ends up compromising your body in other ways. See, when you when you train yourself for hyperplasia, you don't you don't get that sag when you stop working out. When when you do hypertrophy and you're just pumping the blood full of muscle, I mean pumping the muscle full of blood. When when you stop working out at that intensity, it sags because it's like it's like a balloon. You know, when a balloon's in a pack and then you blow it up, you blow it up all the way to capacity and then you let it out. It doesn't really go back to the original, you know, uh, the original plasticity. It's stretched out at that point. Now, imagine hundreds of those. And then you see people who, who arms sag and you know, their chest sags and that type of thing. That's what happens over the course of time. You've pumped your, your muscles with so much blood for a consistent amount of time, then now that you're not doing that at that intensity anymore, it sags down. Versus hyperplasia, where you're, you're training for more muscle fibers that's taking up the space that would be taken up by a hypertrophy, um, hypertrophy uh space so now when you're not training not training at that intensity the muscle fibers haven't disappeared so it's still taking up the same place it feels firmer it feels much more dense you still you just have more fibers versus just more blown you know less fibers but more blown up you know if that makes if I'm saying that right. Um, third is drinking water. <laughs> Some people think they drink water, but they don't really drink water that the body assimilates. Um, sodium helps the body uh, keep water, contain water. So we heard about white salt being bad for the health. But the body still needs a level of organic and inorganic salts. So if you don't have those, your body your body takes in some of the water, but it pees out most of it. You know. And when that's the case, you're not hydrated. You're like your your cells aren't getting hydrated goes back to the vitamin C and, and you know the B complex vitamin thing. If you're not if you don't have your vitamins and minerals together, anything that you take in is going to be expelled and it's not going to be assimilated in a proper way. Um drinking water is very important to hydrate the cells and to have them be in prime position to be able to move the minerals around, move the proteins around move the blood around and to get it to your muscle fibers 
so they can grow either in number or in size and that they can be sustained in that to sustain the weight growth. So what do we have so far? Eat, eat more food, exercise um, efficiently and drink a good amount of water. And what's a good amount of water? They say uh, a fluid ounce, one fluid ounce per body weight. Some say two fluid ounces per body weight. That's sound like a lot of water. But <laughs> a fluid ounce per body weight, per pound of body weight is, is decent. Um, and I don't even think that it has to be really that much in terms of pure water. So this has to do with like the water content of the foods that you decide to eat. If you eat high water foods, oh, excuse me. If you eat high water foods, you know, water with the high water, I mean, food with the high water content, cucumbers, fruit, you know, raw fruits, um, raw vegetables that have a high water content, leaves, that type of thing. That, in a way, offsets how much pure actual water you should be drinking. So that's why it's hard to really give you how much water to drink because it, it depends on your diet. If you're drinking a lot of fruits, you really don't need to drink water. You should only really drink water when you feel thirsty. Don't drink water just because, okay, yeah, I got to drink this amount of water a day. Like that's actually unhealthy. It actually makes it worse. It dilutes your stomach acid and you can't digest the foods, you know, as well as, you know, you should be. Um, those are my bit, my main three tips for people who are hard gaining this. Eat more food, and I'll say, for most people, um, two thousand twenty one hundred, twenty two hundred, twenty three hundred calories is you know, enough to gain, you know, maybe one pound a week for most people. Um, these are people who don't go extremely hard in the gym. These are people who don't extreme, you know, uh, play a sport where they have to max exert um, consistently for, you know, a uh, a prolonged period of time for people who do play sports, for people who do work out, you know, uh, who train themselves to a higher intensity, that type of thing. You should be eating upwards 25, 26, 27, 2800 a day. And, you know, what I find to be most optimal is four to five meals. So if you're eating 2800 calories, cut between four meals, you know, you eat breakfast at about nine, lunch at about 12, midday meal about three, you know, four, whatever, dinner at about eight, seven, eight o'clock. Four meals, 700 calories a piece, 700 calories isn't it hard to get to. Um, it's hard, it's harder if you eat clean, it's harder if you're uh, plant-based, which I am, 
um, and I advocate for because that protein is taken in different by the body. Um, animal protein comes with a level of uh, of uh, cholesterol and a level of microbials. Excuse me. It comes with a level of chemicals and just isn't digested the same way as plant proteins or amino acids are made by plants. The best pro the best animal proteins are protein are animals who ate grass fed, you know, or plant based proteins. Grass fed beef, for example, is one of those examples. Salmon eat krill, which eat seaweed. Like these it is it's based off of the amino acid composition of the plants that the animal ate. Um so with that being said, eat green things. So uh, as if that was gonna be my bonus fourth tip. Eat eat your green leaves. You may think that that's not as important, but the fiber content, the macro minerals, the macronutrients matters so, 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 so much. I can't emphasize it enough. Your spinach, your arugula, your kale, your your romaine for some people who eat lettuce, you know, your cabbage. These are so important. So, so, so important to gaining weight, to, to health, period. But definitely to gaining weight. And um, they're not to be overlooked. Um, as far as my view on protein powders, they work. Most of them are bullshit. They're filled with a, a lot of sugar. Sugar will help you gain weight. Um, but it's not the way that you want to gain forever. It comes with crashes. It comes with a level of uh, unhealthy acidity that makes gaining muscle harder. You'll gain fat, but you won't gain as much muscle. Uh, and my pro tip <laughs> is honey. Um, good honey that's not cut with corn syrup and that type of thing. Good honey when taken with plain cold water will help you gain weight. <laughs> and that sounds like that you're eating raw sugar, but it's really not. It's actually a lot more to honey than even, again, modern science accepts to this point but if you take those um if you take these tips and you follow them consistently enough you will definitely gain weight and for those people who want a specific plan based on you and your lifestyle and your time schedule and that type of thing to get specific foods that um you can eat you can go to my website, docshepherd.net, and schedule a nutritional consultation, and we will go over your specific situation, and we can create a specific plan just for you, and I guarantee you, <laughs> you will meet any and all goals, and you'll probably surpass a lot of your goals um, as you learn, as you gain more education about the human body, as you gain education about nutrition, 
nutrigenomics and that type of thing. There's a whole science regarding it. Um, this has been a random ramble episode on hard gainers, ways to gain weight. Um, for any more information, hit me on any any social media at Doc D O C D D Ross. Doc D Ross on Instagram, Twitter, pretty much everywhere. Um, until next time, peace and blessings. Have a happy new year. Have a happy decade. Have a happy life. Peace.